Hello and welcome to the Total Entertainment Podcast with me, Paul Collis. And today we're going to take a look at supporting artist Georgia, who is supporting Haim on tour. Let's get on it, shall we? So supporting Haim is Georgia and Georgia Rose Harriet Barnes was born on the 6th of February 1990, known within the industry as Georgia, and is an English record producer, songwriter, singer, rapper and drummer. The daughter of Leftfield co-founder Neil Barnes, Georgia began her, mu- began her music career as a drummer for the artists such as Quez and Kay Tempest. She began her career as a singer and record producer with the release of her debut solo album, Georgia, in 2015. Her second studio album, Seeking Thrills, was released in January 2020. Georgia is signed to the label Domino in 2018. She released the song Started Out. In 2019, she performed at the Glastonbury Festival, won the Association of Independent Music's One to Watch Award in association with BBC Music Introducing. Vice have described her sound as euphoric, late night dance, whilst a 2015 self-titled album compared to Miss Yella and Maya. Talking about her 2019 single about work the dance floor with Sean Tyler from Future Mag Music. Georgia shared, I made this song after a weekend in Berlin entirely dancing in a few clubs and I realised how important the dance floor is to people to give them the certain feel from their everyday activities. Her album Seeking Feels was shortlisted for the Mercury Prize in 2020. Georgia Rose Harriet Barnes was born in London. Her father is Neil Barnes, the co-founder and keyboardist of English electronic music group Leftfield. As a child, Georgia was a footballer who had played in youth sports associated with Queen's Park Rangers WFC and Arsenal WFC. She left, for, she left football after the death of her coach when she described things as getting too intense. Barnes attended the Brit School in the London borough of Croydon, where she began playing the drums professionally. There's not much else I can find on Georgia, so we'll take a look at her part of the show very shortly. But before we do even do that, we'll update you with how the build is going. We'll be back after this. So not only does Master X Media have a series of podcasts, we also have a series of books. The first book is actually two books, it's volume one and volume two, of a tribute to working at sea. The best fiction is based on truth. This is a compilation of short stories, rants and poems loosely based on the author's experience at working on a cruise ship. Some of these stories are based on actual events but highly exaggerated, whilst other stories are pure fiction. The title of the book, A Tribute To, is fitting with the tone of the book because like a tribute act it is a blatant altered reality where you can enjoy it knowing it's not quite the truth there are things of alcoholism which used to be highly prevalent within workers in the cruise industry as well as stories with a sexual nature so sit down relax and enjoy the ride of a tribute to working at sea volumes one and two all of these books are available on amazon and are available in paperback and on kindle and the links for all these books are in the description below. And we're back. So Georgia came out and was essentially a one-person band. Her music was mainly on click track, where her vocals were mixed into the basic track 
and then she was also live playing her drums and her drum kit I have to say was a standing up drum kit it's the first time I've actually seen this done live and what's a standing up drum kit well all the drums are at a standing height all the toms snares and even the cymbals are uh, at maximum extension on your arm so uh, so you're not hurting your back and they're also angled in this in a specific way so as to not strain your back as well the lighting was very basic for her part of the show because being a support artist you don't get most of the lighting rig she mainly had lx1 and 2's profiles and that was near enough it the uh, profiles were good they're done in a way where they were constantly making shapes in the background with the either the gobos or the positions of the lights when they uh, catch the smoke and they're all focused uh, down center stage where georgia's drum riser was and also sat behind her she had a unique piece of lighting which was a hexagon of uh, LED strips. The same LED strips that Haim had all over her part of the set. And those would flash as specials for emphasising musical points. So they're going time with the music, going time with the kick drum or the snare drum depending on what part of the song it was. And it looks like, it looks good actually. Her uh, colours were mainly pastel colours, so pastel kind of off uh, amber, and you had a off purple and a very mild purple pink, and then you also had the tungsten look to it as well. So it very simple, but yet effective. Now, sound-wise, the live vocals and her drum kit were mixed quite perfectly and was always in balance, and mix-wise. Yeah, it did seem to go, but you could tell she was drumming on top of a click track. It did have that feeling to me, and the bass was a bit overpowering. But could it have been knocked down a little bit? Yeah, it could have been. But that's just the preference of the sound engineer and what he's been told to do. So I've never heard of Georgia until today, and nor did I recognise any of her songs, but she did play them well. And... As supports go, Georgia had a great reception from the audience where she had loads of applause after each song. People were singing along to the songs in places as well as dancing and bopping. So obviously the people that were there knew who she was. And if they're singing and bopping and dancing to the support in such a lively way, then she definitely hasn't failed at her job of being the warm up and the support. She did her job really well and diligently and to a very high standard. Her vocal and drumming ability were superb. It's just a pity that she, that most of her songs were on track. It would have been great to see a backing band to her uh, playing drums and singing at the same time. But when you're on tour and you're supporting, you don't always have that option to have a full band behind you. And the highlight of the set, which was her last number, was George's version of Running Up That Hill by Kate Bush. And as soon as it started and the main beat dropped, you had a massive, massive round of applause from the audience without all singing in and uh, screaming and cheering. And it was great to see. It really was really it was really good to see stuff like that. And it's very coincidentally that this version of Running Up That Hill was out. I don't think it was planned. Obviously, it wasn't planned because 
why why am I make a big deal of that, that particular song? Well, it went to number one uh, as soon as it was released on the soundtrack of Stranger Things Series 4. It just happened that way. You couldn't have asked for a better fluke. I mean, that fluke has probably uh, boosted up people uh, listening to her work on YouTube and Spotify because when they type in Running Up That Hill, I wouldn't be surprised that George's version has come up in that list as well. We'll be back after this. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you like today's content, please hit like, subscribe and share. And if you haven't already done so, why not check out more content from Mustard X Media on our website. That is www.mustardxmedia.info and I shall catch you next time. Bye for now.